1945, and the Boys and Girls Club of Lewisboro, New York, are all coming down to do the Derby. It's the thing that brings the whole community together during the town because they get they're able to compete with each other. But this isn't the regular uh, workshop derby that you have to put wheels on some fucking cart that doesn't even go that fast. It's games. The new thing is playing games without a board or just some dice and your imagination. Uh, we talk. <laughs> we talked to the head of creative sports of the United States, Irving Ger- uh, Guzigud, uh, who told us this thing about how the one-shot derby is sweeping the entire nation. If Misha didn't put some kind of, like, vinyl effect over that, then I'm going to have to fire them, unfortunately. <laughs> I know. I'm sure they did. <laughs> I'm sure they did. Hold on. We're getting coming in from Director Good, good and Good right now. <laughs> Before we start Campaign 3, we wanted to do something fun as a little break. <laughs> Ask not what your dice can do for you, but what you can do for your dice. We're going to go into Cuba, and it's going to be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Trickle-down economics. Wait, that's too late. That's too late. No, that's later. No, that's later. That was a great Reagan impression, Amanda. I had no idea what the man sounded like. Thank you. What are we doing today? We're starting the one-shot derby, folks. I don't know if you were listening to the box. You weren't listening to that old-timey newsreel that I supplied? I thought that was from the past. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, let me put on my hat. I forgot to put on my hat. Yep. Damn, I can't believe Brandon came in the early 20th century version of naked to this meeting, wearing no hat. Yeah. Brandon, I love your brown derby. Are you also going to invent the Cobb salad? I I am, and then we're going to throw it directly in the trash. Incredible. Brutal. (laughs) Julia, that was a really good joke. Hey, guys. Thanks. (laughs) Here's a joke. Oh, my God. All right. So here's what you can tell the energy is good because we're not uh, tied to any particular story at the moment. Wee! So you can tell the campaign is over. Summer is over. Aww. We all went home. We have to go to school. And we haven't started campaign three yet, which we've already recorded episodes for. So we're just making you wait a little bit longer. Wow. So cruel. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> They're here. They're already locked in. I've, I've decided I'm really, uh, in 2023, I'm accepting being a heel, and I'm going to lean into that. That's fair. That's we fair. already have their download if they're hearing our voices. Yes, exactly. Like, you you guys love it. You fucking love it. <laughs> um, so we before we start Campaign 3, we want to do something a little fun as a break. There are so many different tabletop RPGs out there, as demonstrated by Monster of the Week, and being able to take... Uh, a moment to do that was very fun. And also, we have so many ideas for characters. All the time. And not everyone gets to, like, pour it into their game like I do. You you three just need to sit on it and just stew. And Julia, like, fantasizes about all the characters she could have been so the often. entire time. And Amanda has raised the bar by with Dr. Bertha Bones. Yeah, like gout. It all just goes through my blood system until it concentrates in little crystals. And then I just say something like, Piestins. Then it just comes out. And Brandon's trying to figure out a new character. All the various ways you can wear shorts mm-hmm. as a character. You None. Wear all. them. None. Yeah. <laughs> you can you can extend them into pants only. All of your characters have very rigid uh, bottom half of their torso uh, standards. You could color in your legs with a sharpie. No, you did less. That was already there. Oh right, all right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was covered in mud to protect himself from the wilderness. Makes sense. But wait, Eric, what if we get attached to these characters and we want to see them play out in an actual game? If all we're doing is creating the characters in these episodes. Well, that's a very good point, Amanda. Maybe we can actually play out some of these in some one shots that we're <gasps> going to do. What? Whoa! So this is the one shot derby for the next three weeks. We're going to be recording character creation episodes as if we were going to do three different 
different one-shots in three different game systems. During the fourth week, we are going to do an after-party about all three of the characters that we're going to put together. Once that after-party is out, we're going to put a poll up so everyone can vote on what characters we should bring to life. What game, what story you want to see us actually do. We're going to record that one-shot, and then we're going to put that one-shot on Patreon in the next few months. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah. go. All right, now it's 1945, and everyone understands what the one-shot derby is about. Wee! Woo! We took down Hitler and decided to do a one-shot derby! <laughs> a celebration! With all the extra metal we have lying around. <laughs> Women, leave the factories now! <laughs> we, we've renamed the one-shot derby the America the America celebration of taking down Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> and also and also tabletop RPG game. Oh, God. Okay, so this first one, I, we have to get out of this Americana, this 1940s Americana. I, I was going to say, what what can we play that's in like the, the distant past, the past of when our parents were born from 1945? <laughs> but it's so far back, the only way we can access it is if we go to our local library and look at a book. Oh, maybe written by uh, one of those sisters who like to write books so much about being sad. Hmm. <laughs> trying to think of an, any other author besides the one that we're actually talking about. Mary Shelley. Do it. <laughs> Mary Shelley. <laughs> Mary Shelley and her sister Barry Shelley. Virginia Woolf. <laughs> Uh, so what we're going to play, der- Derby won this car. So our first one-shot Derby contestant is Battle of the Brontes by Oliver Darkshire. It's Woo. just a one-page RPG. You can find it for free online. Shout out to Oliver. We've actually played this game once before. We played this with our good friend G, who Woo. at the highest level of our Patreon uh, got to play a game with us. And it was so much fun. And we kind of like threw together a bunch of stuff on the fly in terms of fleshing out our characters that I wanted to like formalize it a little bit more to turn this into a real actual play one shot thing we can do. We ooh, caught ooh. a cold on the moors so many times in that game. Oh my so god, so many times. <laughs> we all got sick on the moors. And we also drank from the poison well so many times. Oh, Why did we keep stop doing drinking that? from the poison well? It was so funny. Uh, so I didn't realize it was so hard to get your book published in <laughs> so that time, hard. but there's it's so hard. Especially when you have a brother that keeps burning down your house. Yeah. This is all very relevant to the game. Where did this didn't just come up? This is how you probably play the game, and this is going to be very fun. Uh, again, you can you can Google if you want to find this game. You can look it up on Google, or you can find the link in the episode description. But what I did is I made an expansion pack for <laughs> Battle of the Brontes. It's like the thing that you put your Joy Cons into to make a regular controller size switch yeah. controller. I, it's like I added a Rumble pack yeah. to Battle of this mm-hmm. one page Battle Makes of the Brontes. Sense. So, using some stuff that I've put together from Clear Eyes Full Hearts, which is a game I made with Misha Stanton, uh, a GMless game about running a, uh, a high school sports drama, I kind of fleshed it out. So now this is Battle of the Brontes plus Welcome to the Sensibility Dome. Jesus. <laughs> Can I make a request before we get started? Uh, sure. Can we uh, sort of assign a dirt, like describe the derby car of each of these one shots before we start? Like for the Brontes, mm. I think it would probably be like matte black or a hearse or something. I think that would be very fun. <laughs> well, I crocheted all these doilies and now it's covered in doilies. Yes, yeah. but they're black for for death. Uh-huh. I like that. It's matte black. It's covered in doilies. And in the back is our aunt who disapproves of everything we do. And there's nothing we can do to make her love us. <laughs> yeah, but she has to chaperone us constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need a chaperone because there's so many boys around. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Thank you. 
Uh, I'm also publishing the document that has all this stuff uh, in the episode description as well. So we're going to be going through the character creation segment of Battle of the Brontes Plus. Welcome Ooh. to the Sensibility Dome, which is going to allow all of us to come up with our character, uh, give ourselves a little bit, some archetypes and some stats to deal with, uh, and also you know build some relationships between all of our characters before we play the actual game, which also has a little bit of a bonus to it. But let me read the summary of the game as written by Oliver Darkshire. You're one of the several sisters in a family blessed with talented writers. Secretly, you know you're the most gifted, and you'll prove it by any means necessary. Dark. Do you think Oliver Darkshire is his real name? Because that's the coolest fucking name. I was going to say the same thing, Brandon. I've ever that's heard. such a dope name. It's either a great name by, by fate or a great name by choice. They're yeah. both mm. excellent. Absolutely. Okay, so the way that we're gonna, we play this is all of us is going to be a Bronte-esque sister. That's what we're trying to figure out here. Step one is called birth order is a cruel and unwanted fate. <laughs> I think you should also say out loud whenever it's something that you made and when it's something Oliver made, because I want to say, Woo, Eric! Oh, this is all me. Everything go, everything about this is me, is me going forward. Woo, and I can, Eric! I... And I will illustrate when it's something that I'm pulling from the game and not. So Love hopefully, it. I don't know. I, I'm trying to figure out how to integrate the two because I like made a, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like you have to have the base game to buy this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so do not buy Welcome to the Sensibility Dome without buying Battle of the Brontes for mm -hmm. free 99. So we're all going to roll 1d6 and we're going to arrange ourselves from highest to lowest. No whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. I got a five. Two. Four. Four. We're twins. Brandon, we're twins. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, wonderful. So we're going to, so I'm the oldest, Amanda's the youngest, and Julia and Brandon are currently middle twins, right? Twins, 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 twins. There is a twins clause. When two, <gasps> char when two characters tie, you are twins. Immediately call out if you're the good twin or the bad twin. Good. Bad. <laughs> wonderful. I want to say... If you both say you were the good twin, both of you would have been ill-fated. <laughs> and if you both say you're the bad twin, then there you go. That's your answer. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that Julia said bad, so I said good. Hey, it's 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 the prisoner's dilemma, and you 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 solved it. We did it. We Incredible. did it. I'm better than all economists. It's not hard, Brandon. <laughs> Damn. And everyone on every single game show ever. <laughs> okay, beautiful. Brandon, we should definitely have rhyming names. So start mm. thinking about good rhyming names. Uh, well, Eric and I on Slack today, uh, for no reason, just started saying yim yam. <laughs> no, I I was I was writing a message, and instead of writing you, I wrote yam. And then Brandon responded with yam. And then I said yam. And then Brandon continued to rhyme. It's very important that I responded in a thread. Yeah, it was you threaded yes. it. Yeah. Yes. Can't believe we're twins, Brandon. This is fantastic. <laughs> I also want to say that if you if you play this at home and you roll triplets or a larger group of siblings, then that's too absurd and all of you need to re-roll. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Games, games can't contain every eventuality. Yeah. That, what what is this? Jane Austen meets triplets? No. No. Unacceptable. Is this Disney Channel original movies Quints? I don't think so. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Is that a real movie? Oh, it sure is, Julia, which I watched and as the older sister of twins thought, Lisa's not that bad. Yeah, there you go. That's probably why your parents let you watch that. They're like, yeah, let her know. Let her know it could be worse. Incredible. All right, well, we're going to go to step two. Which sister are you? Take this BuzzFeed quiz serialized over 54 newspaper issues. <laughs> 
Each of us are going to choose our archetype, which is going to uh, allow us to flesh out how we play uh, the game going forward in our in our character creation. So let's start with one of us. I guess Amanda, as the youngest, you get to go first. Wee! All right, I rolled a three, which on this table says that I am the smart one who is mean or misunderstood. Okay. Mm. So you can choose that, or you can choose an archetype most closely associated with your birth order, which means as the youngest, you either are the baby... The, the, the doted mm-hmm. on one who doesn't get to do anything. Or you can be the sickly one. Great. <laughs> uh, which I think you played in the last game, so yeah. I don't know if you want to do that again, it but it sick. was so funny. <laughs> it, was uh, it was sick, sick. Amanda? Yeah. <laughs> so you can do that, or you can make up your own archetype, but all of us need to approve it and cool. make sure that it's different than any of the ones on the table. Um, I would love to just be the baby. Um. It's not a role I've gotten to do in my life, and I find it very fun to do here. Let me tell you, it's a great role. <laughs> I'm the baby. Gotta love me. Can't ground me. You're too tired. Wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Brandon, as the good one, you get to go next. Great. As the good twin. Dos, the quiet one, whether bookish, shy, or hurt by a disease. Jesus. (laughs) Oh, my God. Eric, you know I got to be hurt by a disease, buddy. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yay. You can have some sort. It doesn't have to be a real disease. You can say, like, the vapors or British bronchitis. (laughs) So you're quiet because you've been, you were, you were diseased as a child and you never learned how to socialize. I think it's kind of what we're getting at. I clean chimneys and I got the black lung. (laughs) How did you get black lung? Why did we send the good twin to clean chimneys? Oh, because I forced her to go do it. My because it was my chore. I was like, actually, you know what? You should go do it. I like it. Yeah, you had somehow, to clean the chimney so much you got black lung. Somehow, Julia. Uh, it was Julia's um, character's chore, but somehow you convinced our parents or our whatever whoever is gardening us that. I am you and you are me <laughs> because they can never tell us apart anyway. Classic twin stuff. Be like, yeah, you already have stood under your fingernails. You might as well go back. Uh, what are we going to do? Uh, Even being the good twin doesn't keep you from adults not giving a shit about yeah. you. We're going to pierce both of our ears? Don't be absurd. Come yeah. on. Uh, all right. Wonderful. Uh, Julia, why didn't you go? I rolled four, the attractive one who all the boys want to marry, but actually has a passion. <gasps> Wonderful. Definitely got to go with that one. Keeping okay. that one. Love it. As a middle as a middle child, though, you do have the option again of making up your own. Or as the middle child, you can use that the middle child characteristic of the ignored one. No, I think I'm going to stick with attractive. All the boys want to marry me. I feel like that's a really fun angle for me to take. That's yes. really fun as the bad twin, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember, though, you, people might think that all you care about is boys, but you also have a passion for that's something. True. I do. And it's flowers. Oh, nice. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was fucking over your siblings. <laughs> <laughs> that too. And it's murder. Mm-hmm. All right, I got to go. All right, I rolled a six. Perfect. This is the religious, Jesus occult, Christ. spiritualism, or institutionalized How one. do you always get this, Eric? Jealous. I, that's just the vibe I'm trying to bring. I'm, I want to pick one of these uh, because, again, I can choose the, the spirits who are talking to me and whether or not people are okay with that or they want to put me uh, in a mental institution. I'm probably going to go with spiritualism. I really like the idea that like all I care about is bringing ghosts back. Fun fact, when I was trying to look up the word spiritualism, I went on Wikipedia and looked up Mary Todd Lincoln because I could not go farther (laughs) than that in my brain. 
Well, since we're Brontes, you're probably really obsessed with like channeling the spirit of uh, Prince Albert. Oh, hell yeah. I love that. That's the right time period, I think. Oh. No, I'm pretty sure. I do also want to pitch you. You can be, you can also have this bent if you would like to, where a lot of women in spiritualism of that time were like hucksters, for lack of a better word, because sure, they couldn't sure. have actual jobs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I'll have parties charging people to do it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's also an option for you. That sounds sad as hell. I'm 100% going to do that. <laughs> um, I could have also chose the regular oldest one archetype, which is the extra mother, but I decided to be crazy instead. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, speaking of being seeing ghosts, let's all choose our gifted child power Ooh. because we're all uh, precocious young women in Austinian times. We get to uh, have a gifted power, which means when we play the game, um, we can re-roll any die if we give more tragedy points to ourselves, which is uh, going to lead us to die if we have too many tragedy points. Nice. It's really fun when you die in the game, though. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, this may so all of us are going to choose one. I have some examples here. Uh, a lot of these were written. Oliver wrote some of these. You can see perfectly in the dark. You can talk to crows, but I added you can also talk to cows Good. if you want to instead. <laughs> um, you make no sound when you walk, or your dreams are prophetic. But I added you have a disguise that makes you look like a boy, <laughs> or you have Sherlockian deductive reasoning. Excellent. <laughs> So you could use any of these examples or come up with one on your own. Can I do something like your dreams are prophetic and instead it's like um, I can read tea leaves? Yeah, for sure. Great. Yeah, you could. You're, you're into fortune telling 100%. Again, this is really, there's no mechanical difference on what you choose here. It's just the only thing that changes is how if you end up using the gifted child ability to re-roll something, you just need to say why and how. So Sweet. it really doesn't mean whatever you feel like. I would like to make no sound while I walk because there's nothing scarier than a zombie coming up behind you and going. <laughs> <laughs> there's just called the only way we can hear Reddit's character is when they cough. Yep, yep, that makes sense. Incredible. Did you did you make the soup today? And I would love to talk to uh to talk to cows because uh, I love the idea of me walking <laughs> through the field being like these are my friends they are the cows. Incredible. This is Spot and. Mary, this is Daisy. She's my favorite. Don't tell the other cows. Yep. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to see perfectly in the dark. That feels very much on on brand as being the only one who knows where the candle is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's Naturally. how you do. That's how you do the the fake seances. It is. Yes, exactly. You know what? I changed my mind. I want to do Sherlockian deductive reasoning. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's too good. Here's the thing. It's only going to be a party trick because no one gives a shit what you have to say. <laughs> That's fine. That's why I want to be like very smart, but no one like, you know, I'm too hot. So people don't like listen yeah. to what I have to say. Yeah, 100%. I like that. Your your passion is deductive reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> Incredibly Solving funny. crimes and you get no credit. But guys, think about how useful that would be in the in the dating market of being able to go out and be like, ah, yes, his hems are slightly ragged, so his housekeeper hates him. Therefore, he's actually a bad person. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. 100%. And, Julia, that means you can make any conclusion you want and the story is just going to fucking warp to whatever you <laughs> yeah. say. Much like a Sherlock Holmes novel. It's like a Excellent. Sherlockian warp drive. <laughs> Yeah. Um, just in case the family of Arthur Conan Doyle is listening, uh, Julia's character will have no personality, so it's it's fair use. It's fine so long as my name is not Sherlock Holmes. Mm -hmm. 
Well, speaking of, let's go to step three, which is the naming. Now that we've all chosen our archetypes uh, and we have our birth order, we're going to choose names for each of our characters. We're going to choose a name for our brother, which is very important for how to play this game. And we need to choose our British, very British last name. If we get stuck, we can just uh, suppose a saint of something ridiculous, look it up, and then add son to the name of that saint. <laughs> sure. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. So does anybody have strong feelings on our last name? In the original game, we're all named Bronte, right? We cannot choose Bronte. That's off Great. That's off the table. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was we're, we're existing in like a alternate uh, UK. Mm-hmm. You guys might be interested to know that uh, Bronte was just a name that was made up. Um, their dad thought that his uh, real last name, which was Brunty, was too Irish and working class. <laughs> and so he just adopted the name of Bronte. So uh, may I suggest something like Brunty or Prunty. In Irish, it's a different last name, but it was anglicized as Brunty. <laughs> Can I yes end that? Can we keep using Brunty? But again, it's too working class. So we decide to really zhuzh it up with English style. So it's like, Brunting Waith or something like that. Yeah, that's pretty good. That'd be very good. Can we also change from a B to a P to because a P is classier? Brunting yes. Waith. Brunting yes. Waith. Okay, that's I'm very that good. Down. I love Brunting Waith. Yeah, the original Irish is a Prontach. That's sexy. That's pretty good. Yeah. No okay. British person could pronounce that at all. No, no. So we're going with Printingson Waith. What are we gonna What are we gonna I, go with? I wrote Prunting Waith down. Is that cool? I really like Prunting Waith. Printing with printing with there's a, it's a it's a name you, that but, feels like it should have a dash that doesn't yeah. yes <laughs> and you pronounce it print with print with print that's with. fair <laughs> print with is good the working people say print with but the fancy ass people say printing with printing with <laughs> printing with is good do we do you two want rhyming names I want rhyming names oh okay okay yeah I forgot about Brandon that. just pick one and I will come up with a rhyme okay. <laughs> Because I found one that was wild. Good luck. Go for it. Um, so I was looking at this list of names, and I saw some good ones. There's like Ainsley, Bancroft. Sure. Uh, but then I stumbled on one that was just Amber Jill. <laughs> how, do you, how do you spell that? It's just the name Amber and the name Jill in one word. Okay. Is that is that for a, for a lady? For a daughter? <laughs> Eric, I don't think it's for a human. I don't know, man. <laughs> No, it's for a rock. I should I should have known. <laughs> it's Amber Jill and Amber Jane. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, huh? That's it. Yeah. Yep. 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 It doesn't rhyme, but it sure is similar. Mm-hmm. Fuck, Amber Jill and Amber Jane is very funny. Which one is who's Amber Jill and who's Amber Jane? I think I'm Amber Jane. Maybe Amber was our triplet of the womb that we consumed. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I talk to her in my seances all the time. <laughs> our fifth our fifth sibling. Amber Jill and Amber Jane is incredible. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, I, I need to go for, like, a spooky name or just, like, an older sister name who's, like, doesn't get the cool names. Is like, I have to have the one that's named after the grandmother. All right, Eric, what if yours is a Christian value and mine is just like angel or like fun? (laughs) I was just going to say Mary. Are you just Mary, Eric? Yeah, I think I get the word. I get like a really boring one for sure. It's like Mary Teresa or something. No, it's too Catholic. You can just be Mary. I was thinking like your chastity and I'm like joy. Chastity's very no, good. I think that like I have to be. Na- I really do think I have to be named after a uh, an ancestor. So I do yeah. think I agree with Julia. I think it's Mary. I All think right. I get a boring name. 
Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. Mary, what, what is the name again? Printing Wave. Printing Wave. Mary Printing Wave holds the largest seance in Dorkhamshire. Yes. <laughs> Our parents were like, if we name her Mary, that's like a subtle clue to all the men. That she that she's, she's a virgin. Chi- that that the only sex she has is with God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think my I think I should just be called Angel. I think it's funny that the rest of us have A names and and Mary doesn't. Great, <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> like it, love it, gotta have it. Thank you. That's incredibly funny. Um, I really like that. Is there another uh, virtue that has starts with an A? Because I really liked what you said about Joy. Uh, and also Angel is the, only, I only know Angel from Rent, who, <laughs> who's the gay character who dies from AIDS. So I was trying to think if there was like a, a Christian virtue that started with an A. Accountability. Uh, no, but I could be called like agape, which is the Greek word for love, or like... Uh... No, let's do Angel. I think the A thing is too, the A thing is too funny. Okay. You guys didn't like accountability as a name? Julia, you're, <laughs> you're really funny. I don't know if that fits the setting. <laughs> God, I really like I really like that. Um, yeah, I think I, I I take it back. I think Angel I think Angel is better. Yeah, if they hated me, they would have called me like Avarice or something, but they mm. they didn't. Yeah, for sure. If it helps, I think of Angel from Buffy fame. So you know, we got two yeah. different angels. David Boreanaz is back in the podcast, baby. Yeah, <laughs> we did go. it. We did it again. <laughs> we did it. Um, all right, let's come up with a name. Speaking of Brandon's incredibly ridiculous uh, list of names, we need a name for our brother. Our brother is a lout. He sucks. He is always getting into trouble, and he's always ruining uh, the masterpieces that we're trying to write. Do we? You have like a, a weird nefarious name for him? I mean, Bancroft was good. Bancroft, Bancroft is, is good. really good. good. And he, his la- his nickname is Bang, which is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Bancroft Pruntingwaith is an insane name. Is it B-A-I-N-Croft? <laughs> we can spell it however we want to, but it's spelled B-A-N-Croft. Oh, cool. That was my... Guess. It means Beanfield. <laughs> Same. Me too. That's what I was named after. <laughs> On to the next step, but first, the mid-roll. Hey, it's Amanda. This is a weird time of year. This is a time of year where some people are embracing fully the fact that a new year means a new shot, a new streak of whatever you're trying to do every day or week, uh, a new page of your spreadsheet. And don't get me wrong, I love making new tabs of my spreadsheets for New Year's. But something that I was reflecting on about how my 2022 went is that I learned a lot from Instagram and TikTok last year. I think it's pretty fabulous that I can learn whether it's something as small as a kitchen hack or something as big as a way that really fundamentally changes how I think about uh, life and goals and forgiveness and all kinds of great stuff from people online. And I think it's pretty special. So welcome to the mid-roll. I learned how to make a very cool new cocktail. Thank you first and foremost to our newest patrons, Wens, Max, Left-Handed Bastard, and Charlie. Did you know that you can get a discount? Yes, you listening right now. If you sign up for an annual pledge on our Patreon, that means you pay up front for a whole year of Join the Party Patreon. That's Discord access. That's party planning. That's bonus stuff up the wazoo. It makes a great start to your new year and ours. Just saying. That is at patreon.com slash join the party pod. We put a ton of work into planning and making this one-shot derby, uh, even while all of us were trying to take some time off around the holidays. And that is because our patrons let us do all of this great stuff. Again, that's patreon.com slash join the party pod. 
This week at Multitude, plenty going on because people might say that podcasting is easy, but no one really describes how exactly you're supposed to get one going, how to grow, and how to avoid all the complicated pitfalls that might stall the project. That's why for the first time, Multitude is offering classes this month for podcasters by podcasters. You'll learn from weekly instruction, hands-on homework, and lots of valuable feedback from your instructor and classmates in our online classroom. There's three classes in our first round. Ready? Sustainable podcasting, refining structure and workflow so your show works with you by our own Eric Silver. Podcast mixing and mastering for non-engineers by Brandon. And how to make a living as a digital creator with me. This is a great gift for aspiring podcasters or a way for you to kick off 2023 by working on a new project. Learn more about the dates, curriculum, and technical details, or just register today by going to multitude.productions slash classes or checking out the posts we've been making on the Multitude social feeds. We are sponsored this week by Battling Blades. Battling Blades designs and sells high-quality swords, axes, machetes, and knives, striving to design and create products with the highest quality metals, bone, wood, and leather. They offer customization options of allowing your blade or sheath to be engraved with a personalized message or image, by the way. Stepping outside just the range of swords, axes, and knives, Battling Blades also sells armor, shields, and helmets to really get into character or decorate your place. We ordered a pizza cutter, a mezzaluna that looks kind of like a handheld weapon, and I am so excited to receive it. For 20% off your Battling Blades order, go to battlingblades.com and enter code JOINTHEPARTY at checkout. Once again, for 20% off your Battling Blades order, go to battlingblades.com and enter code JOINTHEPARTY at checkout. We are also sponsored today by Brilliant. Let's just go on a thought experiment with me, Okay. Let's say you're a Victorian child and you aren't allowed to go to school because one, you're sickly, and two, you're a girl. What do you do? You have a curious mind. You want to learn things about yourself and the universe. Where do you go? You go, of course, to brilliant.org, the best way to learn math, science, and computer science interactively. They have thousands of lessons available with new ones added every month. I've been a user of Brilliant for a long, long time. And one lesson that I was looking at recently that I really enjoy and thematic to our episode today is scientific thinking. You can bypass your older brother who gets to go to Oxbridge because he's a boy by teaching him about science. How do you like me now, Bancroft? Am I right? To get started for free, visit brilliant.org slash join the party or click the link in the description. The first 200 of you to go to brilliant.org slash join the party will get 20% off Brilliant's annual premium subscription. And finally, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. When we're at our best, we are capable of great things, but sometimes life gets us bogged down and we may feel overwhelmed or like we're not showing up in the way that we want to. This is definitely something I personally have been struggling with and something that I am bringing to my therapist. And BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online way to access therapy. For many years, I couldn't afford to get therapy from people in my area. Nobody was taking my insurance. And even here in Brooklyn, in New York City, finding a therapist that was taking new patients was so difficult. And so getting that therapy conveniently from my house via BetterHelp was really, really useful. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash join the party today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, better H-E-L-P.com slash join the party to get 10% off your first month today. 
And now, let's get back to the show. Incredible. All right, Amanda, will you run down our characters uh, as we, as they stand right now? Yes. So we have uh, our oldest sibling, Mary Printingwith. She is the oldest. Her archetype is the spiritualism one. And her <laughs> gifted child power is to see perfectly in the dark, played by Eric. Super into ectoplasm. Oh, Just yeah. so into it. Hey, Brandon, I'd really like if you didn't make choices for my character. That'd be really... I just. Really <laughs> I really like it if you that. weren't an ectoplasm pervert, Eric, but here we are. <laughs> hey, Mary can fuck as much ghost juice as she wants, but I want it to be my choice. It's my creative choice. <laughs> and she'll still remain a virgin because ghosts don't count. Yeah, only God and ghosts. How else do you think Mary got pregnant? A ghost? Hey kids, I'm the new youth pastor. I love Ghostbusters, and I and if you think about the Immaculate Conception, it's just like crossing the streams. It's <laughs> not wrong. Our middle children are played by Julia and Brandon. Julia is Amber Jane Printingwaith. She is the bad twin, uh, of course, of this twin duo, and her archetype is the attractive one. But her secret passion is for flowers. Yeah. <laughs> and her gifted power is Sherlockian deductive reasoning can tell a lot about a man by his flowers that he sends. Yeah, true. That's, that's really true. Brandon is playing the good twin, Amber Jill, of course, whose archetype is the quiet one, and the subclass is diseased. Uh, that's, that's why you're quiet. <laughs> and your gifted child power, Amber Jill, is to walk very, very quietly. In fact, <laughs> silently. <laughs> Don't look behind you, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> My headphones are too good for that, Brandon. <laughs> And finally, I am Angel Printingwaith. I'm the youngest. I am the baby. That is my archetype. And my gifted child power is to talk to crows. Sorry. And my gifted child power is to talk to cows. Naturally. <laughs> Makes sense. And our brother, of course, is Bancroft. Do we know if he's older or younger or middle? Uh, no, I don't think it necessarily matters. I think he just kind of like float. I mean, he's the heir. So <laughs> can we roll a die That's to true. see where he does land in the middle, though? That's a very good point. I think I was five. You two were four. And Amanda mm. was two. Yes. Let me roll. And are we doing Bancroft or Bancroft? I want to. I really want his nickname to be Bang. So that's just me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'll take yeah. it. Great. Uh, uh, I rolled a four, so I think it's us, which is the same as the the twins. Mm -hmm. Again, triplets are nonsense. <laughs> so I think it's up to you two if he is the old, if he's older or younger than you two. I think he's older than us, so he's the second child in the order. Yeah, mm, yeah. and then the one older than him is the girl. So he's like, yeah, has a complex about it. Yes, yeah, exactly. exactly. Mary is like, I sure would be a better heir, but no one asked me. <laughs> I can speak to ghosts. That's tight as hell. Amber Jane and Amber Jill definitely did a lot of like creepy twin stuff to him, too, yeah. when they were growing up, where they were like, hello, brother. Tilt heads to the side <laughs> mm -hmm. in unison. Just stand off in very long hallways without <laughs> in the same mm -hmm. outfit without speaking. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's go on to step four. Oh, but we were just children then. Ah. Each player must ask another player about something the two of you did when you were children and if it brought you two closer or pushed you farther apart. The asking player is responsible for the activity or the event, and the more detail you supply, the better, while the asked player is responsible for the effect. Also, you should try to include everyone should have a connection to a different sibling. So however we go around, make sure you go around in a circle uh, as you do this. This is the example I wrote down. 
Kate, we went on a trip to London, just the two of us, to visit our aunt who married a man in Parliament. Sure, naturally. I remember a very fancy dinner where our giggling was so loud we were thrown out and had to eat outside, quote, if we continued to cluck like chickens. And then the ask the asked can say in response, well, that brought us closer because I knew there was a silly side to you that I had never known. Or you can say, it pushed us farther apart because I wanted to be a fancy lady like Aunt Marguerite, and I knew that you were leading me down the wrong path. <laughs> Damn. Nice. So those are the examples. We're not using that for our game, but right. uh, that's that's how you could do it. Gotcha. Uh, I can roll for who goes, but if someone feels uh, feels excited to ask someone else a question, they can go. I think you roll. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, roll, roll, roll. Oh, that's a one. That's our youngest sibling. Um, Mary? <laughs> do you remember the time that, um, um, that mummy and daddy went abroad and brought me back lots of oranges, but it was only for me. And so, um, instead, when I ate all the oranges, I gave you just the peels. That's <laughs> <laughs> so fucked up. Why would you do that? Yeah, can I ask a follow-up question? Uh-huh. Why, why would you do that? Well, the oranges was for me, but I wanted to give you something too, so I gave you the peels for Christmas. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Jesus Christ. (laughs) All right. I think it brought us closer because my bar for you is so low that I I wouldn't even have suspected you would have given me anything for any reason. So the fact that you gave me the peels uh, was you trying to show that you were nice. And it's the most kindness anyone in the family has ever shown me outside of, of course, the ghosts of our ancestors that lead me on this uh uh, that are going to welcome me once I come off of this mortal coil. In truth, I thought you were going to throw them out for me, but instead you used them as perfumes for a year. <laughs> I did do that. Did- yes, I did do that. Incredible. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll go next because I, I got asked. Uh, God. Remind me, who's Amber Jane and who's Amber Jill? I'm Amber Jane. Jill. Or are we? Maybe we tricked you. Ooh. <laughs> I, ha- I hate this. Um... <laughs> Uh, Amber Jane. Sup? I remember when mm-hmm. you were quite young and we went out to ride on horses, which we were allowed only to do once per year because of a deal that our father had with the with the horse hand, uh, that we were able to do it once per year, uh, that the richer people has all the, all the horses, but we were able to sneak on in the middle of the night. And while you were on the horse, you fell off and hurt your hand very badly. And I can't, and uh, I tried to tend and I tried to tend to you after you fell off the horse. Do you think that this brought us closer together or pushed us farther apart? I think it pushed us farther away because I believe at the time there was a young gentleman who was looking at me at the nearby farm and he came and I insisted that he tend to me instead of you. Sure. <laughs> but it's pointing the wrong way. You're you're giving all wrong th- kinds of thumbs up. He is a man, Mary. I'm sure he knows how to put a hand back in place. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's pointing the wrong direction. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, I think mine has to be for Amber Jill, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Amber Jill, do you remember the time where I got very into flowers? And so I'd started gardening in our in our garden. And I brought you out there and I really want to show you this beautiful orchid that I was growing. And I brought you out and you immediately sneezed and all of the petals fell off the orchid. Did that bring us closer together? Did that separate us a little bit? I think it brought us closer together because uh, 
it was the first time when you tried to reach out with one of your actual interests instead of just like showing me to all the the men in town like like I was cattle or a very <laughs> sickly cow. <laughs> Everyone wants to see a sickly cow. <laughs> I, I forgot that our father did a taming of the shrew thing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we were we were very young, and you were trying. You wanted to be the only twins, so you tried to sell sell me off. <laughs> I did try that, but you know, sometimes you have to be a twin in order to be a twin. Does that make sense? <laughs> it does. We have our own twin language, so that makes sense on our twin language. Naturally, naturally. Sure. Have you noticed their twin language is just English? <laughs> <laughs> but it's confusing English. <laughs> I can say things that make no sense, and Amber Jill understands what I'm saying. <laughs> Angel, you feel a tap, tap, tap on your shoulder. <laughs> oh, hello, what, Amber Jill? <laughs> Angel... Do you remember the time when you you and mom mommy took me to town to that that weird man named Nicola to try to solve my um consumption? And yeah. he shocked me multiple times. Yeah. And it did and I I don't know if it worked, but I don't think it worked. Yeah, of course. Um it it was really fun because I got to see all your hair stand on end. And then mummy screamed and she clung to me and said, My healthy child, my healthy one, my angel. At least I have one. At least I have you. Um, and that that made me feel really nice. So um, made me think that you're my favorite sister. <laughs> you okay? I have to go lay down again now. I haven't eaten for 14 days. That's the newest treatment, right? In between the leeches and what the bloodletting. <laughs> I also did find out that if you gather the blood of a person who's just had their blood let and you pour it on roses, they grow in nicer. How thrifty. Yes. It's not and it's not like Amber Jill is using that blood anymore. No. Angel, yeah? Amber Jane's gonna try to steal your blood, she tells me earlier. Because my blood is healthier? Because my blood is filled with glitter and angels, what? <laughs> I told mommy I need the blood. I don't get anything in this family. <laughs> Mary, you have to take what is yours in this family, Mary. <laughs> I want I do not want to be alive. You can't just let Bancroft take everything from you, Mary. You must seize it for yourself. I I could give you the consumption. No. <laughs> Did we do it? Did we make characters? Yeah, I think we did. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I think I think we're pretty much set. We just have one final step, the final who and where. We need a name for our town. My suggestion is that we put some random nouns into an old English translator. Sure. We pick one and smooth out the letters, and then you add Shire, Chester, or Ings to it. Of course. Incredible. At this point, when you're making this up, you may also start thinking about what your character's book will be about, ultimately what Battle of the Brontes is going to, is that one of you writes a masterpiece, despite all uh, British events that happen, and you become like a, the equivalent of a Bronte sister, and what the hell is going on with your brother, mother, and father. Great. So I have the old English translator right here. I just put the word mud in just to start. <laughs> uh, the word There's the word clam. 
Uh, there's Fen, Gear, Horpit, uh, Slim, apparently, is one of them. Uh, <laughs> So we can just throw words in and then like kind of and kind of uh, figure it out from there, make it a little more modern English uh, once we do it. So does anyone have like a random noun they want to they want to throw in here? I threw in horse. Oh hell yeah, let's do horse. Horse is horse is good. I like it's Blanca or Cryptel, which is funny. It can't be Blanca because that's in Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Blanca sure. <laughs> I think it'd be fun to try well on account of how poisoned the well water was in our last session. <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, I have C W Y L L A Quila Siula. That's gotta be like Welsh or something. Yeah, Munkendad or Piet Piet P Y T T is also well. Which I think could oh, be yeah. good. Which is also a it's a pit. So. How about how about like pit on the mount, or or pit on Thames? <laughs> <laughs> I just like Pitchester. Pitchester pit is good. Oh, Julia, that's it. It's Pitchester. P Y T T Chester. Unless we want to see. No, I I love Pitchester with a Y. I think Pitchester with a Y is very good. Okay. I think we can improve on perfection. It just sounds like a guy's name, Pete Chester. Yes. <laughs> Hello, I'm Pete Chester. I would love to marry your daughter. Oh, uh, they're gonna say hi. I'm Pete Chester. I'm your new manager, and you're laid off. <laughs> Shit. Do you have any sickly women that won't fight back? Yeah, right. <laughs> is that the manager, or is that trying to marry your daughter? <laughs> uh, I really like. Yes, I think. I think uh, I'm gonna take out the T, the second T, because that's two. Only uh, you only get one T in modern English. We couldn't I afford like, the second T. Yeah, that's we couldn't true. afford it. Yeah, so very Pitt, poor town. I really like Pitchester. Pitt also was the. It meant pit, but it was also the well, a well, a pool, a grave, or a pockmark. Yeah, Incredible. we love wells and graves and pockmarks. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I think that we also, some of us have passions and stuff. Does anyone have an idea of what's going on with the rest of our family or your books? I think Angels will just be a really straightforward, like, morality book primer about um, being a virtuous sister when your sisters are bad. And whenever your sisters complain about their bloodletting or about their chores or about, like, you know, neglect their duties and go out to flowers, this is how you respond in, like, a, a loving Christian way. Um, so I think it'll be kind of like a, a morality tale um, in novel form. I love that. I read so many of those in college, so yes. I'm sure they're going to end up in like good English books at NYU that all freshmen mm -hmm. read. Yeah, yeah. I think Amber Jane's novel is a murder mystery that is also a romance, and it does revolve around uh, Victorian flower language. Sure. That's very Naturally. Good. Can I make a suggestion? Mm-hmm. The character's name is your name. Like oh, the main sure character. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's true. It's a Mary Sue self insert. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's not even, it's barely. It's a, it's a your, my, my birth certificate is pasted into this novel <laughs> and I'm the main mm -hmm. character. Mm -hmm. Is there a lot of like euphemisms for things, for dirty things, but used for flowers, like flower names instead? No. No, no she that's. Is a, she is a lady, Brandon. <laughs> Now, Brandon, she by uses the way, I have anatomical words. Now, Brandon, did you mean like the dirty things like murder? <laughs> All <laughs> of like when they meant stabbed, they meant rose. They say roses. Yeah, like you got stabbed with a knife and roses poured out of the wound. <laughs> <laughs> that I like. That yeah, I yeah, did yeah, too. Yeah. 
Um, I think uh, Ember Jill's. Um, God, now in my brain, I'm like, which one am I? <laughs> you're right. You're right. Uh, I think Amber Jill's is just going to be like a collected works of poetry, and like the overall theme is like it's like slouching towards the cold side of the bed or something like that. Mm. And it's like you know, there's a poem about like making uh, imaginative play with the dust mites and like. <laughs> You know, the uh, hallucinogenic effects of um, not eating for, like, three weeks at a time. Uh, but it's beautiful. People discovered it because it inspired the beats directly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah, I mean, mine's probably just going to be straight up, like... You, do you all remember in... And listen, I apologize for excluding Brandon, but this is a New York State, a stupid New York State exam thing. Do you remember something called DBQs? Of course. What What are they? What does it stand for? Document-based questions. Did you Dave have a, and Buster's questions. <laughs> did you have something like... I'm, I'm sure everyone had something like that. Like on a state test for history, they made you look at a primary source and then like explain what it is yeah. and, and illustrate it. And, what can it tell us about history? Right, exactly. And I think that this is like straight up spiritualism, how it came from the United States to the UK because Mary Todd Lincoln like got on a boat one time. And like this is a it's a it, illustrating the differences between spiritualism in the different like countries and then how it how it changed as it went to different countries. So I think that this is like a main text that people only recovered after mm. afterwards, like that's taught in history classes. And it really just is my it's my diary, but really it's a it's almost like a how to of how to summon ghosts. I was gonna say a memoir about Mary meeting Mary Todd Lincoln would be <laughs> wild. Oh man, there's like ten pages just about Mary. The first time I met Mary Todd Lincoln Incredible. in my diary. Yeah. So it's like a diary that later becomes a very helpful primary source of like how people actually practice this. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I like maybe it got published after my death and was used contemporaneously, but then afterwards it was studied as like a the primary text of this as that we learned about what it was like in uh, spiritualist Austinian times. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, and yeah, what's going on with our brother, our mother, and our father? So why is our brother such a lout, and where where are our mother and father? Papa is definitely doing some imperialistic nonsense in a different <laughs> country, because this is England, and naturally. Of course. Yeah, we call him Papa. We haven't seen him in years, for the record. Yeah. Papa yeah. has been gone. We're not even he sure might he be exists. dead. We he don't know. Dead. Yeah. He might have a second family in, like, India. I don't I know. Mean, almost certainly, Julia. Yeah. Let it, we we cut to uh, our papa's body and a bunch of crabs are living inside of it. Yeah. <laughs> Just inside of the skeleton. What he deserves. As, as an identical copy uh, of us siblings, but instead it's, you know, five kids living in like Hong Kong or India or something. <laughs> Just being like, yeah, I don't know where papa is. Haven't seen him in a long time. <laughs> don't know. Couldn't say. I think mummy is just kind of like, uh, like there, but like sort of absentee, like aloof. Just, like, isn't interested in being a mother, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, like, frets. She'll see us once a day. We eat our meals separately. Very, like, upper class. Is that the kind of thing you're picturing? Yeah. I was going to say Mama has been in London for the season for, like, four years. <laughs> <laughs> That's also the case. She's helping, like, debut one of her, like, nieces and is like, oh, my kids will be fine. They're in the country. Yeah. I feel like there's something about, like, us getting money recently 
that maybe is also something that would fit in our Bronte-esque, if this was a Jane Austen novel, that's something that, like, we only got a bunch of money that was dropped off by, like, a colonel. Yeah. <laughs> Someone dropped off, like, a ton of money with us after our papa has been whisked away for two years. Mm-hmm. And, like, we don't talk about it, but now we're now we're of means and we weren't before. Yeah, maybe we have a, a minor title as a reward for Papa's like administrative, um, you know, duties, and it's an important position, but it's far, which is why no one else wanted it, and yep. so he, you know, climbed the social ranks in that way. Yeah, and Makes now sense. he's dead with some crabs inside of his mm-hmm. chest. That's camera. true. Yeah. yeah, maybe Mama is in London for the season just because she has like flings all over town. Yeah, with Papa away. Oh, Mama. Oh, Mama. Yeah, and maybe our brother like got foisted too much responsibility too early. He was like four and dad said, you're the man of the house now. And he was like, what? <laughs> uh, and maybe all of his, he's no, you know, no uh, men his age to hang out with. So he has like a, an idea of how British men are supposed to be from literature and just thinks himself much better than like all the hired help from whom he could learn actual lessons, but he won't. I love the idea that that happened. And then also when our mom left, uh, for the season, she put Mary in charge. And so <laughs> there's like a, a battle of wills and egos there. Yeah. I also really like the idea that he used to have friends, but then we became like landed gentry. And so yes. he was like, I'm too good for all these farm boys. And now he has no <laughs> friends. Yeah. I like all this. And I'm going to add also, he drank turpentine thinking it was whiskey and mm. it's messed with his body. It messed Classic. with his mind. Haven't but we all? Haven't we all? Haven't we all? Yeah, we were all sophomores. <laughs> Hell yes. I love this. We are. We would get to the gameplay section right after this, so let's do a quick re- rundown of all of the characters we've put together uh, before we end off on the first car of the one-shot derby. <laughs> I like the idea that I don't have a character voice. <laughs> that, like, Mary just sounds like Mary me. Mary just sounds like that. I'm Mary. Hey, I'm Mary. <laughs> hey, what's up? Hey, Mary, what's up? What's my going blog. on? Yeah. I'm Mary. I'm Mary Pruntwith. I'm the oldest. My archetype is the spiritualism one. My gifted child power is I can see perfectly in the dark. And my book is going to be a treatise on the history of spiritualism, uh, which is pretty much just my diary that's going to be republished uh, after my death, which is apparently all I want in the world. I am playing Amber Jane Pruntingwith. She's the bad twin middle child. Her archetype is the attractive one with a passion for flowers. And her gifted child power is Sherlockian deductive reasoning. And her book will be a murder mystery romance about Victorian flower language. And it is absolutely just a Mary Sue self-insert with her name as the main character's name. (laughs) I love it. Yay. People study it later and be like, oh, I remember that one. That's the one with Amber Jane (laughs) Pruntingwith. Uh, my character's name is Amber Jill Pruntwith. I am the middle child and the good twin. My archetype is the quiet one, the one that was hurt by disease. And my gifted child power is I walk silently behind everyone when they don't notice I'm there and they never will. Uh, could be there, could be not. And my book will be a poetry book uh, titled Slouching Towards the Cold Side of the Bed. And, it's an imag- <laughs> and it has poems about imaginative play with dust mites, hallucinogenic effects of fasting, and more. I'm just imagining all the middle schoolers who put lines from her poetry as their away messages on yeah. AIM. Incredible. <laughs> it, it's, it's like something right, it's like to the left of uh, Sylvia Plath. Yeah, Like yeah, before yeah. you get to Sylvia Plath, you gotta go through these poetry, this yeah. book of poetry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start with Amber Jill, you move into Sylvia Plath, and then you graduate to Joan Didion in college. Mm. <laughs> wow. 
Wow. It's like a poker. It's like a Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slouch. There was slouching towards Bethlehem. When was that? That was '68. So that was uh, inspired by mine. Yeah, yeah that was a reference. The, yeah. Then the yep. Bukowski book was inspired by Didion. So it's just yep. a long line, you know. Coming from Amber, uh, hopefully it gets published and Amber Jill doesn't die. <laughs> Fingers crossed. And then Didion and Bukowski are wiped off the map as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, their parents never met. No, I'm fading away. Hey Bukowski, this is your cousin, Mitch Bukowski. You gotta listen to this. <laughs> and it's just the sound of a UP- USPS sorting machine. Oh Deep cut for Bukowski lovers. What up? Wow. 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 Hey, Charles. Somewhere Alan Ginsberg is just shaking his head and like <laughs> reading Torah. He's like, oh. <laughs> oh my God. We did too many references in a row. We stacked them high. We have to take a breath. Take a breath, everyone. God. Guys, don't worry because I'm Angel Printwith. I am the youngest. I'm the baby. That's my archetype. Not much more to know. I can talk to cows. And everyone thinks that it's a thing I'll outgrow. I never do. And my book is just going to be a straightforward morality novel about being a good sister and what to do when your other sisters are too eccentric, sick, or responsible to uh, to jive, to hang. Mm-hmm. What is that highlight uh, mainstay? It's like good good something and bad something. Oh, like a, oh. Goof, like a Goofus and Gallant thing. Yeah. Goofus and Gallant, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just Victorian Goofus and Gallant. Yeah, oh you gosh. can tell Eric and I were English majors because we're like a morality novel. We know what that is. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, it's the worst. It sucks. It's, it's worst, really it's bad. It, it mean, it's it, like, mm, this woman kissed and then died of consumption. And then this It's woman, just a one-to-one. It's it is, like it there's is. no metaphor. No, there's <laughs> none. It's great. It's like this woman looked at another man and then she, uh, she died. Right then, yep. uh, in front of everyone. Yep. It's true. Mary had sex with a ghost and then became president. So, it's true. I don't remember. I don't remember that part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and finally, there is our brother Bangcroft, whose nickname is Bang. Uh, he is the second oldest sibling, and he, there's a lot going on with him. I think we we just, our, our family got rich recently, and he. Um, is very he was very rude to all of his friends and now he's just like a lout beeping and bopping around and finally the town that we are in is Pitchester where we are going to be uh, doing the rest of the game plus some extra stuff that I've created in Ooh. Battle of the Brontes plus Welcome to the Sensibility Dome love it but Eric, if the people are in love with these characters, how can they make sure that this is the one shot we play in the Derby? Well, you can keep an eye out for the poll that we're going to have everybody vote on. But wait! Stop! Don't look for the poll right now! Don't look for it! But I was about to click my finger! It's frozen! You don't <laughs> click! Is that you need to listen to the two other submissions in the One Shot Derby and listen to the after party where we are going to publish the poll after we talk about each one of these one shots. Next week, instead of Jane Austen, it's a Coen Brothers novel. Whoa. Eric, I'm sorry. I can't understand you if you don't do a transatlantic accent. Well, <laughs> I forgot. In honor, it's 1947, and the Hitler was defeated one-shot derby is finally underway. The... It took us two years <laughs> to get to this part. News travels slowly in this time. <laughs> I, I can't emphasize this enough. The men are moving into Levittown, and the women can't work anymore. The, the economy has <laughs> ground to a halt. That's just the way the world is now. <laughs> We've looked at the Matt Black Car Battle of the Brontes, but next time, ooh, it's a deep freeze as we're looking at a Coen Brothers movie set in the Arctic with Fiasco. Ooh. ooh. Don't get put in the wind, Chippa. <laughs> same bad time, same bad channel. 
Goodbye. 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 Later. <laughs> Bye. It's when they shut down the radio station for the day. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm not wait, wait, Misha, Misha, can you just like end this episode with an unplugging noise? Okay, ready? Or, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Or try someone it. took the needle off of a record. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, okay, so my my version. I'm picturing like uh, a quarter inch cable. All right, like unplugging it from uh, from a stereo. <laughs> <laughs> Misha, do not put the actual sound effect in there. Just leave that's that it, one Misha. in. And that's the Leave end that. of the episode. That's Goodbye. Fine. That's it. Oh, Goodbye. God. Thank you.